Chapter 1 Late March, 1889 Maple Grove, Kansas Tori Henderson's hand shook as she studied the official-looking envelope. She'd held out hope the letter would never arrive. But she'd only been fooling herself. She took a deep breath to steady her nerves. Tears sprang to her eyes as she opened the envelope, slid out the paper. All laid out, very formal, very legal. She and her four nieces and nephews had fourteen days to leave their home, at which time the bank would take possession. Homeless. Her insides shifted. Her heart sped up as a newspaper with sweat-dampened edges beckoned her from the chair near the fireplace. A large red circle, like a kiss, smack in the middle of the page. She'd used her teacher's pencil one night when she couldn't sleep. Her eyes moved away from the notice. No, she couldn't go through with that plan. At best, a crazy idea. There had to be another way. The kids had already been through so much. Yet, like a magnet, the newspaper drew her. She picked it up, read it once more, and slowly moved to the head of the stairs and shouted, Michael! Gather everyone together for a family meeting. She clutched the newspaper in one hand, the offensive letter in the other. Her mind made up, she moved to the parlor and lowered herself, then shifted, bringing her bottom into contact with a loose spring on the worn sofa. Having the responsibility of four nieces and nephews weighed heavily on her shoulders. Now that she'd decided... She found herself too excited to sit. She hopped up and walked to the window. No buds appeared on the trees yet, but it had been a couple weeks since they'd had real cold weather. Had it been almost a month since her brother Henry's funeral? Since she'd become a parent? I'm not going to fail these children. We're a family, and families take care of their own. Feet shuffled overhead and the thud of a door slamming brought her out of her musings. She turned and greeted the children with a bright smile. How she wished she and her brother had been closer. The difference in their ages, and the mutual dislike between Henry and Aunt Martha, the woman who had raised her, had prevented that. If she had watched her nieces and nephews grow up, it would have been a huge help. Instead, she arrived on their doorstep the day of her brother's funeral, barely knowing which face went with what name. After spending the last few weeks here, she'd grown to love Henry's children and fully intended to do right by them. Once they were all settled on the rundown couches and chairs, her glance shifted to the four faces watching her with various expressions. She forced her lips into a confident smile. Listen to what was in the newspaper a few days ago. She had to keep her voice calm. On March 3, 1889, President Harrison announced the government would open the 1.9 million acre tract of Indian Territory for settlement precisely at noon on April 22nd. Anyone can join the race for the land. She glanced up. 
silence greeted her. Not the eagerness she'd hoped for. Her smile faltered. Rachel, fifteen, in a twenty-year-old's body, hiked her chin in a stubborn manner. She would be a handful, that one. I don't want to move. Tori drew in a deep breath. I realize that, but we have to face the fact that the money your papa left is almost gone, and I haven't been able to find a job. Hunter squirmed. Not even a teaching job? Oh, how she'd tried. Even with her credentials and experience, she'd had no success. No, honey. I've been told many times it's too late in the school year for teaching jobs.